It's time for The Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Let's go live to RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Here's Coach Campy and the voice of the Golden Grizzlies, Neil Rule. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. He is a coach, Greg Campy, and we are recording this uh, before, you know, you just got done listening to the Golden Grizzlies at the West Virginia Mountaineers. So right now, hopefully, this is a happy uh, head coach, Greg Campy. We've done this in the past, so Camp, can you project happiness to yourself? If we win, I'm going to be really happy. And if we get our butt kicked, I'm still not going to be too upset. Um, you know, I, I, I play West Virginia and, and Huggins for a reason because we won't see anybody the rest of the season that plays with the phys- physicality that West Virginia will play with and that's good for us I mean you know there that's good to come right out of the gate and see and uh, we'll learn from it and grow from it and you can't make an entry pass into your offense so you have to do something else and what do we do and you know obviously there won't be a lot of teams that'll be able to keep us from making entry passes and if if we're good enough that West Virginia can't then you know I know it's going to be a great year and if we can do it some of the time, then I know we got a chance to be really good. And if we can't do it, then I know we got a lot of work to do. Yo, Kip, you look at it too. And, and last year, uh, kind of a similar setup, just in that you know you, you go in, feed into the fire right away, go into Xavier. You know, obviously a, a very very tough place to play. West Virginia here, West Virginia Coliseum, as we sit in, in the lobby of the Marriott in Morgantown, and. You know, Camp, it is. It's one of those things where you'll know right away, right? First three minutes, first four minutes, first five minutes, uh, well, what's going on, right? <coughs> Sorry, I don't know why I put this headset on it. I got a cough all of a sudden. Um, with this team, I'm not sure, Neil, because, you know, we're playing with guys that have never done this, you know. And, and you can talk about Mike and Trey and COVID freshmen, but they haven't played in front of a crowd like they're going to play in front of tonight. Right. And so that's going to be a first for them. And Jalen Moore's never played in front of a crowd like he's going to play in front of tonight. Now, do I think it will affect Jalen? I think, yes, I think it'll affect him in a positive mode. I think he's a guy that is reactive to, you know. Feeds off the moment. Yes, yes. And um, But they've not heard a team... 14,000 people dunk, go crazy. and you Musket shooting off. Right, and, and you're trying to call a set or run your offense into that kind of noise. And, and and he's never directed a team in that kind of noise to, uh, you know, get to where they're supposed to be, especially when he's got a guy crawled into him and another guy coming to double him. And uh, so it's it. I think it's going to be a learning experience for Jalen tonight too. Do I think that he could conquer it? Yes. Do I think it could go poorly early? Yes. Will it? Uh, that's what makes us so great. We're going to go get to find out. And, uh, you know, if anybody can, can handle it, it's him. Uh, but, you know, but now you're out there with Micah Parrish, who's never never played in front of 12,000 or 10,000 or whatever, They you know, even if they only have 8,000. Um, so... Yeah, I'm anxious to get going and get it out of the way. It's more, okay, let's get this. And if we win, great. But if we win, it doesn't mean we're national champions. And if we, you know, if things don't go well, it doesn't mean we're a bad team. I mean, we lost to Xavier last year a 1,000 to nothing in the first game, and there were reasons for it. 
uh, and we ended up in the championship game. So, you know, this is this is all part of the process. It's exciting because it's new, and it's you know I got of the ten guys here. Um, I think I have seven, six are either freshmen or COVID freshmen, and of the seven first seven that are going to go in the game tonight, um, four, two, three, four, five, five of the top eight for sure are freshmen or COVID freshmen, and so this is going to be an experience that none of them have ever had before. So it could be ugly, but I'm. I like our team so much. I think it could be really good too. Yeah, absolutely. And we are uh, pre-recording this. Obviously, if you just got done listening to Golden Grizzlies and West Virginia, appreciate you sticking around for the Greg Campy Show. Brought to you by the Evans Law Group here on the Golden Grizzlies' new home for Oakland basketball. Twelve seventy, the bet ninety-seven point one HD three on the Odyssey app as well. Appreciate you all sticking around for it. And you know, Yo Camp, what about that? We'll we'll talk about the buildup of this team coming up in just a just a couple of minutes, but. What about what about you and, and coaching staffs and everything like that? I mean, you've been around the block thirty-eight times, you know, as, as, as far right. as as far as this goes. I would imagine uh, it it doesn't it doesn't get old that that feeling of the new season, like you talked about, or does it? I mean, you tell me. Well, it's like when you know anybody that's a baseball fan's heard heard the terminology that spring, you know, hopes eternal. You know, I mean that the that. When spring comes, it's the the hope of a new season and the new, and that's what this is. I mean, it's everything's still possible. Yes, yeah. it's it's. I mean, there's 350 some teams, and yesterday Fox Sports put out a picture of the map with all the teams that are undefeated. You know, every team, and they yeah. said this is the last time we'll put this picture out that everybody's undefeated, and and everybody's thinking they can have a good year. You know, I, I think there are coaches out there that know. You know, I mean. Well, what's a good year is is differently defined than what I believe for this particular team will be a good year. I mean, I I think with Jamal Cain, we got to get it done. You know, it's 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 not he's not going to be here next year. And as good as Micah and Trey and if if Jalen comes back for that COVID year, and as good as we can be again next year, you know, Jamal's a special player in our conference, and we need to we need to accomplish it. We need to. I need to do the best coaching job I can do to help that group of kids reach their dreams. And their dreams are the same as everybody else on that map today. But that will change over time. I just don't want it to change for us. I want to stay focused on we want to be in the NCAA tournament. And that's that's our goal. And that's, uh, you know, our standard is to be good. Our goal is to get there. And we haven't been there in a while. And we've had some really good players and really good teams that didn't make it. And... Uh, we don't want to be in that category this year because I think we have a really good team. Listen to the Greg Campy Show. Remember, you can tweet your questions with the hashtag AskCampy. we got a couple of those to get to uh, as the show rolls on. People always want to talk about food, Cam. They always want to talk, talk about food with you. But, hey, we're, we're, we're of the people, so certainly uh, we will do that. What about Jamal Cain, uh, Camp? You know, you, you look at this exhibition season and that, that Eastern game, I, I think, as you talked about last week, I think that Eastern game was so valuable in that you saw growth, I think, for Jamal Cain just from the Eastern game to the Lake Superior game, just in just in terms of a mentality. I think even from the first half of the Eastern game to the second half of the Eastern game. I mean, you mentioned it. He's he's going to be a special player. He certainly has that look, the length, everything like that. You know, what what about that camp? Where is he right now as far as you talk about the Batman, you know, being the Batman? How, where is he in that process right now? Well, I think that 
you know, a lot of people have an opinion of me as a coach, and, and why wouldn't they? I've been around forever. And um, I, I know uh, I ran into uh, a kid that had committed to us, uh, his dad, and the kid committed to us this year, and I went to watch his, his games a couple weekends ago. Uh, he's in a prep school, and so, you know, he's playing already. And, and uh, the dad came up to me and said, Hey, uh, some guy came up to, to, I can't say his name because I can't talk about who he is, right. but uh, came up to so-and-so and said, Hey, I heard you committed to Oakland, you know, Wow, that's that's great. He goes, you know, you're he's a great shooter, and uh, you're gonna really get to shoot it there, but you're gonna get mf'd a lot, you know, and uh, you're gonna do that. He's gonna mf you every day, you know, and and the you know the dad laughed about it, and and you know I guess reputation is reputation, but the honest side of this is I think if you're a really good player, I'm a pretty easy guy to play for because you're gonna play. And we are going to get shots, and I yeah. mean, I think the statistics have shown that over the years that our great players. I mean, we, like I said, we've 15 straight years we've had a first-team All-League player. We've we've led the nation in a statistical category. I think eight times in the last decade or so, yeah. which is unprecedented. There's no other team that's that's doing that. And I'm not taking credit for it. I'm. We've got good players. That's why. Uh, but I think. Well, there's a good system. I mean, you guys. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think our system's really good. Obviously, that's why we run it. But um, I bring all this up to my point is, if you're a good player, you're going to get opportunity. And Jamal didn't have that opportunity where he was. He he was a fit, put a piece into the puzzle player. He wasn't. You know, he wasn't the big piece that you're the corner piece that you find to start the puzzle. Right. He 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 was just a piece that's out there that you know you won't have a complete puzzle unless you put him in. But it's not like oh my god, I found the corner, I can get going. Right. Right. And at Oakland, he's all four corner pieces. You know, he's he's the guy. He's going to be Batman. We're going to run everything to him. Now you sit there and say you got Jalen Moore. How can you say that? Well, your point guard. Facilitates that, makes it yes, possible. Yes, yes. And even Kay Felder, you know, he needed Travis Bader. He needed uh, Sharon and, and Martez and people like that around him to be able to win. And, and we <laughs> we call plays to Jalen, but they're more, uh, in a football term, you know, RPO plays, you know, runner pass option. It, 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 you make the call. Yes. Right. And, and, but... Those RPOs are to Jamal. Now, will Micah and Trey have plays? Yes. But they're going to, Micah and Trey are going to have great years feeding off of what Jamal does. And, um, you know, I said to my team the other day when we were talking about what can get us in trouble, you know, shot selection, things like that. Um, You know, We've got. I think Jay. I think Jamal Cain can score thirty points in a game this year. I think he will. I think Jalen Moore will score thirty points in a game this year. I he believe ha- he yeah, will. He has yeah. right. Um, I believe Micah Parrish will score 
mid-20s. He might even get to 30, but he'll have games in the mid-20s. I think Trey Townsend <laughs> just came off a game he got 20. Right. I think there'll be games he gets 20. I think Chris Conway will, as he grows and develops, will have games he's in 12 to 14 to 16 to 18 points. Could be a double-double guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't expect. Not, not average or yes, regularly, but, I, but touch I, double-double. He's going to have some games like yeah. that as he grows and gets better. I think Osei Price is going to have a game where he's in the 20s. I think Blake Lampman's going to have a game he makes seven or eight threes. If Zion Young comes back, I think Zion Young's going to have a game where you know he made nine in a game last year. In a row. Right. So we've got all the pieces around offensively. You know, I, I think we're missing a piece defensively that we don't have, and we've got to learn to play without it, and that's as a rim protector. But Offensively, we've got the pieces. We've got youth, but we've got the pieces. Jamal has got to be the guy we go to and and the guy who is our pillar that every night is there. And that's why he's got to be Batman. And if he is and he embraces the role, um, we got a chance to be special. Now, we had playing practice the other day where he caught the ball, ripped, and got to the rim, and as he went, got there, he he passed it off and it goes back to how this all started with you know if you're good I think I'm a good guy to play for because I went off on him now Joe Average doesn't like getting yelled at and Jamal probably hasn't been yelled at a lot in his life and he was in shock that I'm going crazy on him when he passed the ball and I explained to him that you've got to finish that shot I don't care that he was wide open in the corner you had a 75 to 90 percent shot and you passed it to a guy that might have a 40 percent shot even if he's wide open you've got to score the basketball and he's got to learn and get that mentality and he believes he has it but 90 percent of what kids believe isn't true right now right. you know as they're at their age they've been told things and they're this and this and it's my job to get them to understand who they are and what we need from them. And that's why if uh, that guy said to him about, you know, go ask Travis Bader. Uh, you know, Travis Bader's one of 11 and turns down a shot as a sophomore, and I went crazy on him for turning that shot down because in his mind I'm not making him the day coach. I should let somebody else shoot. No, that's not how great players and great teams work. You can't have a rear-view mirror if you're a great player. You've got to make the next shot. You've got to know that you've worked so hard, so hard at your craft that the next one's good. You know, if you're a shooter, the next one's always good, and you can't even have a thought in your mind. And so Jamal's got to learn that we want him to score the ball. Now, there are some times that if he takes a bad one, I'm going to pull him aside, and I'm not going to scream and yell at him for taking a bad shot. I'm going to scream and yell at him for not shooting. Right. I'm going to scream and yell at him for, you know, mental error or, you know, defensively we've drilled and drilled and drilled and drilled that you're supposed to do this and you don't do it, that you're going to get it done. But when he does, I'm just going to pull him aside and say, you know, Jamal, you're going to, you're going to take... 600 shots this year did you really need that one you know <laughs> i mean yeah yeah coach i got it i got it. no 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 jamal think about that now look at all these other good players we have and you're gonna sh go one-on-one -on -one shot fake and take a turnaround fadeaway jump shot why would you do that 
I want you to be selfish, but I don't want you to be stupid selfish, right? Right. You know, I want you to think score, but I don't want you to think I'm the only guy that can. And once they learn that mentality and they played it, then that kid's going to be... <laughs> there aren't there aren't many like him in this league, and I don't think there are any like him in this league that are six foot seven eight that do the things he does. Now again, I haven't seen Baldwin. You know, I haven't seen Pat Baldwin, who is you know the five star recruit that's at Milwaukee, that's a lottery pick supposedly in that. And once I see him, then I may change what I have to say. Uh, but. Um, I saw some highlights of him, and he is, you know, he's a real deal. I mean, he's going to be, but he's 18 years old. Jamal Kidd's 23. Right, and that, and that is the scenario. It's funny we're talking about that, and we'll take a break in just a second here on the Greg Campy Show brought to you by the Evans Law Group. You talked about the system, camp, and I always go back to a story. We were, we I forget where we were playing, but Kay Felder and I were kind of walking to the tunnel after the game, and he asked me, he's uh, he's like, how many how many assists did I have tonight? I'm like, oh, you had, you had 15. He's like, 15? How did I get 15? And he's like, oh, Bader. Because mm-hmm. you just you don't think about that. You know, right. where you run that system, and, and Jalen Moore will, will, will have the same thing. He's had the same thing. The system dictates it. Yeah, and our point guard, you know, we had three different point guards lead the nation in assists. And I, you, you as the coach, you, you want to be careful that what you say because in this day and age, somebody's going to call the kid and say – the coach said the only reason you led the nation in assists right, is because right. of his system. Our system allows great players to play. Yeah, and, that, and that's that, really – That's what it is. Yeah. You can call Kendrick Nunn. You know, talk to Jamal Cain right now um, and talk about where he came from and what he did and what he's doing now. Talk to Kevin to Kay Felder. Talk to – Reggie Hamilton. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Reggie Hamilton was a good player in the, in the mid-continent conference, came to Oakland, led the nation in scoring. Beat out some guy named Damian Lillard. Well, I wonder what yeah, happened to him. Yeah. Things worked out for him in basketball. Yeah, but <laughs> but again, if you're a good player, it's it's you know it's a really good system for you. If you're not a good player, you're probably going to get yelled at. Yeah, you are. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, obviously you just heard the Golden Grizzlies in West Virginia. We're live at the lobby at the Courtyard by Marriott. One of the best views uh, in college basketball, by the way. They have the the arena over here. And yeah, that fire like that. that fire pit was going last night. I was mad. I hadn't brought. I didn't bring any cigars with me. I'd yeah. have gone out there. And- <laughs> Enjoyed the evening. <laughs> no, it is. It's one of the best views. So if you're ever coming through West Virginia, the Courtyard by Marriott, that uh, that certainly is a spot. We'll take a break and come back. I, I want some uh, I want some Bob Huggins talk uh, before the game. You heard here tonight. They honored him for his 900th win. There's gonna be a lot of wins between these two coaches here. We'll be right back with more. The Greg Campy Show brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Want to save a lot on your energy bills? Want to have some fun? Well, with the DTE Interactive Home, you can do both. From the attic to the basement, bedroom to backyard, the interactive home has tips, tools, programs, and products to save money in every room of the house. It's one of the few ways you can have fun and save money at the same time. Visit DTEinteractivehome.com today. DTE. At Henry Ford Health System, we're proud to be the official health care provider of the Detroit Lions. Because our teams have a lot in common. We're all for leaving opponents in our dust, linebackers and cancer alike. And we're all for pushing ourselves to be the best because we're all for anything it takes to win. Henry Ford Health System, all for you. Official health care provider of the Detroit Lions. Learn more at henryford.com slash team docs. 
Neil Rule here for the Evans Law Group. And guys, look, I could tell you about how U.S. News and World Report recognized Cam Evans for 10 straight years as one of the top lawyers in America in the field of employment law. But what I want to tell you is this. When it was me, when it was my contracts, when it was my money that was on the table, Cam Evans was the only one that I trusted. And you can learn more about the legal services offered by the Evans Law Group at 248-468-1485 or visit them on the web at evanslawgrp.com. Oakland University Credit Union's new Visa Signature Credit Card rewards you for living life to the fullest. Enjoy VIP experiences, exclusive discounts, and more cash back. Receive 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. Plus, pay no international transaction fees. Open your Visa Signature Card today. Visit OUCreditUnion.org slash Visa Signature. Federally insured by the NCUA. Welcome back to the Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. We're recording this live in the lobby at the Courtyard by Marriott in Morgantown. Great view here, as we were talking about before we went to break. You can see the Coliseum and everything. Uh, West Virginia is, it is a beautiful state. There is no doubt about it. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. He is a coach, Greg Campy, and camp for everybody that just listened to the game against West Virginia. Bob Huggins was honored beforehand for his 900th win. Uh, certainly, you're getting up there in wins as well. Ton of I'm nowhere near 900. <laughs> no, but, no, but no, and he's got. I think he's got one year on me or two years on me is all. I mean, I got a lot of wins, but I don't. I've got. I kicked their butts and losses. So I mean, it's. <laughs> I got a lot more losses than those guys. Yeah. But I will say this, Neil. Yeah. He didn't. You know, we played a hundred and so buy games. He he didn't have to do that. He's the guy. Buying. Well, he's on the other side of the yeah. Buy he's game. the guy buying. So well, I was talking about that with the ESPN television uh, guy that was doing the the play by play for the game tonight. I said, you know, you you kind of have to think about that too. I I said eight or nine buy games a year times, you know, thirty some years. If you even if you split those, that's four wins a year. That's 120 more wins you get, you know? Well, uh, obviously, it wasn't all 38 years because we were D2 for the first 14. But I think, I don't know the exact number, but I know it's over 100 losses in bye games and in Power 5 games. But, you know, we win mid-major games at about 65%. So, you know, it had been 60, 65 more wins probably. Yeah, but more importantly, it would be, you know. You had the stat. What was the number of dollars? Oh, uh, I can't remember. Yeah. It was it was over ten million dollars yeah. that we've we've raised for the the athletic department over the time. But the key isn't so much the wins; it's the losses. Yeah. Because some point, sometime, somebody's gonna look at that and go, "Wow, he's lost that many games." <laughs> well, it's like uh, it's like it's like Wayne Fonts, one of my favorite coaches in the history of sports. He's a winningest coach in the history of the Detroit Lions franchise, but he, but he's also the losingest. <laughs> yeah. Well, Travis Bader, when he left here, was the greatest all-time three-point shooter in the history of college basketball on makes but he also had taken like 200 more than anybody else too so again it's it's all optics and uh hugs is he's won his 900 games he's unbelievable you know he's but i would tell the audience this and he doesn't come across that way and much he comes you know we come across very similar oh Uh, absolutely you know he he Throughout my coaching career, uh, you know, I've been compared to him, and maybe it's because we all we both dress the way we dress. And before uh, it was cool, now it's yeah, cool now it's side. cool. But we dressed the way we dressed before. We like to eat. Uh, 
he he likes to enjoy a a cocktail a little bit yeah, you know a little night more life than, a little more yeah yeah i mean I, it's i like the nightlife but i like to you know be have at a, a casino have or a cigar or yeah, have a cigar yeah. and play cards or something like that where you know he'll he'll have a he wouldn't mind a cocktail now and then and and um you know i think we have a lot of the same demeanor on the court and that so i've been compared to him a lot and and i, I know that he's heard some comparisons too but uh um the thing that i would tell everybody about bob huggins is he he he's about the nicest guy i've ever met in in this business and the you know years ago when they were in the final four at west virginia and his star player got hurt you know hugs was out on the court on his knees with the kid and all of a sudden the world was like wow bob huggins no that that's I thought, who. I thought he was a monster you yeah, know yeah yeah that's who that guy is i mean he is he's he, he he says he says his mind you know and he he tells the truth he doesn't um you know it's like this hardball thing this week you know every i I'm listening to sports talk radio driving home, and they're killing Harbaugh because he said what the what the what the Big Ten officials said. Well, don't you people as fans want to know what the Big Ten said to him? I mean, he was asked a question and he told the truth. Now, if he lies, you're going you know you're gonna hold that against him. And if and if he says some coach speak bull crap, you especially you guys in the sports you know talk great business are gonna hold that and rip him and. And all he did was tell the truth. Yeah, the Big Ten told me this. That's not going to change it. All it does, I've had that happen to me last year, the the uh, Cleveland State game. You know, the fans weren't there, but the, the whistle stopped the layup to tie the game to send it to overtime, and we lose. Yeah. And the league apologized to me, and, and it didn't change the game. I knew it was a mistake. Trust me, uh Harbaugh knows that was a mistake. He, right. as he said, the film doesn't lie. I mean, you watch it, you see it, but it's hard to be an official. You know, it, it's, it's, it's in real time. You got to make a decision, and and so, in in I don't know how I got to this talking about Huggins, but that's me. <laughs> um, but I guess I was saying he's going to tell you the truth. Yeah, and people, everybody wants the truth, but people are normally offended by it especially the guys in your business. You're, they're, they're offended by the truth. The guy at Michigan State, they ask him, and of course, you know, that rivalry is so big, and why shouldn't it? I mean, they're getting paid millions of dollars, they, yeah. and they want that job. Business, right. yeah, they want the business. job. They don't want to lose their job. Yeah. And so what he said, he goes, we don't discuss bad calls. Well, you just said it was a bad call. You know what I mean? It, it, it's all words. I mean, I was, I'm in in Immunized, immunized. Yeah, what would it? Immunized. Yeah. yeah, I'm immunized. Oh, you had you then you've been vaccinated. No, I wasn't vaccinated, but I, you know, I got chickenpox. Yeah. You know, I mean, words are words, and I value people that tell the truth, and maybe that's why I think so highly of Huggins. Yeah. And, um, but again, he is. You know, he, he came to my cancer event. His his mom passed away of cancer. His dad just died this year, and. Uh, or in the last year, I believe, and you know he is as generous as a person. I'll tell you one quick story about him yep. at our, at, our, at the cancer event. So, our the the event goes like this: you, you there's f I bring nine coaches and myself is ten, and then there's a three three people that play golf with them. So you 
purchase the right to play golf with them. So there are there are those 30 people and the 10 coaches, and then I have, you know, maybe another 8 to 10 people there that give money sponsors. And we have a dinner. And... Um, and it's a, it's a, you don't sit at a table. The coaches aren't up on a platform. It's a walking dinner. And the coaches come in, they sit down, and you can, if you're one of those people that paid to be there, you go from table to table and talk to the coaches. Talk, the coaches are talking to each other, telling war stories. It is an unbelievable evening. Okay? So then we go into the casino, and you can go to a table with them, and, you know, Roy Williams is chest bumping the, the guy that, you know, paid money to play golf with them and things like that. The next morning, we go to a children's cancer ward, and the coaches go meet all the, you know, the cancer patients. We were actually, the last time we did it, we were there with, while they were doing chemo, um, standing with the kid and things like that. So, you know, it's it's a really unbelievable cool day. And, and the coaches that come in and do it, everybody, how do you get these coaches to do it? Well, you know, it's uh, years and years of, knowing people and being friends but once they've done it once it's so rewarding that they all you know they want to come back so long long lead up to get to Huckins so then the next day after we're at the cancel ward we go to Oakland Hills and we play around the golf and so the three people that bought Greg Campy play with me the three people that bought Bob Huggins play with him Hugs not a golfer so he sat. He, he might have had a cocktail or two. He likes there. other activities. Yes. On the golf so, course. Yeah, yeah. So he might have had a cocktail or two sitting in the in the golf cart, and he might have gone out and putted a couple putts, and you know he just talked to those people and enjoyed it. And so we come in, and when the golf is over, the coaches are done. I've got you know most of them are coming in on private planes and and things like that, and I've got guys. I've got Metro car coming and taking them to this airport or taking them to Metro to catch a flight and coming and going. And, but we have a dinner, too. And so the people are all at this steak dinner, and they're talking. And, again, it's just, you know, the 40 of us. And coaches are running and leaving and and hugs. Like, it's 630, and he's probably the only coach left except maybe some other guy. And he's he's got a private plane waiting at, at uh, Pontiac. And, I go up to him um, and I say, hey, uh, Metrocar's here, you ready to go? And he looks at me and goes, no, these people are talking, let's just sit here for a while. So that was at 6, maybe 6.15 or something like that. So at 9 o'clock, there's still, you know, all these coaches have left. Hugs is still sitting there. All these people are standing around. He's telling story, having a bourbon, telling story after story. These people just can't believe that Bob Huggins is sitting here. He's asking them questions about them. Yeah. I mean, he just, it was unbelievable. And finally, about 9.30, uh, he looks at me and goes, Camp, that car still here? I go, yeah, it's here. <laughs> and so he got in and uh, went to, to his uh, thing and... I asked him to state of Michigan. I asked him to uh, come and he doesn't recruit Michigan, but the state of Michigan runs their cancer clin or their cancer their uh, B- coaching clinic, the BCAM clin- yeah. clinic at Oakland. And I said to him, I said, hey, it would really be special for the coaches in the state of Michigan if you'd come in and give an hour speech. They'll pay you a little bit, and you know. And uh, he said, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And he got. I mean, he didn't. He got on his own plane, flew in. I picked him up at, at Pontiac. I brought him in. He talked at a football game here that day. He had to get back for the game. He, he did. Most of the coaches, when I asked him, come, oh, I got recruited, I got football weekend. His his answer was, yep, I'll do it. 
came in, came, spoke. I drove him to the airport, drove him right back. He was in and out in three hours. And, I mean, there wasn't a, hey, you know, hey, Hugs, thanks for doing fire. You know, I mean, he ain't got, he, he just, of course he's going to do that. That's just who he is. And he's a very special person who's also an unbelievable basketball coach. Hey, just just one other question about him, Camp. How does, how does he do it? How does he get these high-level guys? And they run till they puke, and they play this press Virginia, and, and they they do all this stuff. You would think that today's player would just would hate, you know. And, and to bring him to Morgantown, this is like a, a classic college town here in Morgantown, West Virginia. How does he do it? How does he get those guys, these big time players, to to sell out like that? It's a classic town, but everybody else is. Tell, what are you, you going to go there? You're out in, you know. You're not at the end of the earth, but you can see it from in Morgan. <laughs> and right now, here. it looks like we yeah. could see the end. I mean, it's up here, up at the top of the mountain. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah, it's beautiful here. But um, I, I, you know, he's got that secret locked up, and you know, I, I he, he's a demanding coach that won't settle for anything. And you're going to do it or you're not. And he's been so successful, and that you know, and I think he's, he gets along really well. He's had his failures and his kids leave just like everybody else. But the people that stay, you know, there's that old Michigan saying, those that stay will be champions. And that's what he's, I mean, he lives by that here. Yep. Final four banners are hanging. There's no doubt about that. We'll take our next break. And when we come back, we'll get to the questions with the hashtag AskCampy on Twitter. Remember, if you have one of those that pop in your head anytime during the week, go ahead and fire it away. The, we keep the feed going. So uh, we'll get to those. We'll talk uh, a look ahead to the next game at Oklahoma State on Friday. And you know, I'll get Campy's take, and we've talked about this in the past, but I think it bears repeating because we're in that time of the season right now, that the whole bye game and the, how the bye games come to be and the relationships with the West Virginias and the Oklahoma States and Michigan States and all that stuff. So, so certainly we'll discuss all that coming back and more. You're listening to the Greg Campy Show brought to you by the Evans Law Group. We're live at the Courtyard by Marriott in Morgantown. Neil Rule here for the Evans Law Group. And guys, look, I could tell you about how U.S. News and World Report recognized Cam Evans for 10 straight years as one of the top lawyers in America in the field of employment law. But what I want to tell you is this. When it was me, when it was my contracts, when it was my money that was on the table, Cam Evans was the only one that I trusted. And you can learn more about the legal services offered by the Evans Law Group at 248-468-1485 or visit them on the web at evanslawgrp.com. Tap into savings when you use your Oakland University Credit Union Visa Signature Credit Card. The Visa Signature Credit Card gives you more cash back, like 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. Simply tap to pay. It's fast, easy, and convenient. Tap to pay. Get more cash back with the OUCU Visa Signature Credit Card. Federally insured by the NCUA. Want to save a lot on your energy bills? Want to have some fun? Well, with the DTE Interactive Home, you can do both. From the attic to the basement, bedroom to backyard, the Interactive Home has tips, tools, programs, and products to save money in every room of the house. It's one of the few ways you can have fun and save money at the same time. Visit DTEinteractivehome.com today. DTE. This is a great day for Henry Ford Sports Medicine. As the official team physicians for the Detroit Pistons and care provider for the Detroit Lions, today we welcome another athlete whom we proudly care for, Lisa. 
How was your injury? It turned out to be just a twisted knee. When can you return to Zumba? Maybe next week. Lisa, one more question. Henry Ford Sports Medicine, official team physicians for athletes like Lisa and you. Learn more at henryford.com slash sports. Back out of here on the Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. He is a coach, Greg Campy. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Happy to have you all along with us. Appreciate you sticking around after the Golden Grizzlies took on the West Virginia Mountaineers. We're recording this uh, on the day of the game. We're in the lobby of the courtyard by Marriott. The uh, the West Virginia Coliseum is off in the distance. Home of Jerry West, you know, the logo of the NBA, has a statue outside. His number's up in the rafters. Very, very cool place. Uh, I do enjoy uh, Morgantown and do enjoy West Virginia. Ready for the Ask Campy, Coach? I'm ready. All right. Pittsburgh Marty wants to know, how has your travel routine changed for road games such as tonight's game at West Virginia as compared to last season? Uh, a lot, Cam. Well, we got to go into a restaurant, that's for that sure. That was cool. Now, you know, we still got to be masked on the bus, which I'm not sure about that rule because it, that doesn't make any sense to me. But as I told our team, uh, we're rule followers, and so we're going to follow the rules. And I agree with you. I don't think this is a good rule. Uh, all 23 of us on the bus were vaccinated, and uh, we live together. We practice together every day. We eat together without masks. And now, for a, a, especially, this is probably the longest bus ride that we'll take uh, in the next 10 years. You know, and the only actually wasn't bad. Uh, it it I, actually was not. Yeah, yeah, I was concerned. We broke it up at, by eating at Tony Paco's, and I'm sure that was. I was worried about people on the bus though having to go four more hours after eating at Tony that, that, that was an aggressive play by <laughs> yes, you I'm not yes, going to lie to you I thought we might have some issues on the bus but um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was not as bad as I thought you know our, our longest bus ride normally is Chicago and uh, and I've always thought that one's too long but if you're going to fly there by the time you do this and do that and get here and get there it's going to be four or five hours anyway so right. um, but uh, so you know, we got to stop. We got to, other than wearing the mask, it was great. And we, you know, we, on this particular trip, we're heading to Oklahoma from here. We're not busing. <laughs> we're we're going to, after the game tonight, we'll come back to the hotel tomorrow morning. We get up, we drive to Pittsburgh, and we fly from Pittsburgh to, uh, I think we don't fly to Stillwater. Oklahoma maybe. State, or Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City, yep. and then we'll bus down to, to Stillwater. So, um, we all, you know, federal regulation is you have to wear a mask on an airplane and, and in an airport, so we'll do that. Uh, but other than that, um, you know, we're able to go and eat in places, and uh, and we're still we're still careful, you know. Right. We're still very careful. One of the reasons that I did bus is, it, it, first, it's a hard flight down here to find, but um, you know, that's less time in an airport around people. So it was. It made sense to bust this. Where in another year we might not have. Uh, but other than that, Marty, it's pretty much the same. I mean, we, you know, our game prep is is all the same. We just get the, the eating and the the being out in public is probably different. And then of course there's going to be fans there. And you know, Huggins being honored will probably bring a couple extra thousand to the game. They play Pittsburgh this weekend in our yes. rival, so that'll be sold out. So. I'm sure that a lot of their crowds that's worried about COVID and that probably won't come to this game. So I'm guessing there'll be eight to 10,000 tonight. You know, Camp, when you look at it too, like you talk about rivalries, like Michigan-Michigan State certainly got a lot of the headlines. That's a rivalry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pitt-Westford, like they literally hate each other's existence. Oh, yeah. Well, they, 
It's the city versus the country, right? It's it's it's, <laughs> right. it's more. It's the Hatfields and the McCoys or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 more than just you know not like in Detroit. It's it's I mean, it's, it's hatred. A, yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a way of life down here. So. I was shocked at the restaurant we were in last night. They actually were cheering for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, and the, I asked the waitress about it. She goes, oh, just in, you know, the pro, but not, you know, we hate Pitt. I mean, so, um, yeah, it's interesting. It, it, it's, it's, it's back to normal almost. Yeah, absolutely. Another ass campy. This didn't come through as a technical ass campy, but we tracked it down because we have our methods here. Uh, at Golden Grizz Fan says, can we get some behind-the-scenes videos of Greg Campy's places to eat while on the road would be some fun content. Maybe spin that uh, into a regular uh, Grizz Vision segment. And uh, people miss the Grizz Visions camp. I think we'll have to do that on the road. What do you think about bringing that back? I, I always liked the Grizz Visions. I'm not sure what the reasoning was for going away from it. I I. I I think we have more media exposure, so I thought maybe people didn't think we needed that pregame. But I like that because I think it gives our hardcore fans what we're prepping for and what we think about the game. And, um, you know, right now the, about the only thing you can find about the game is you go on ESPN and see we're a 17-point underdog or something like that. And, you know, you make your make your – but here I can talk about what we're going to do and, and that. So I, I'd be all for bringing that. I, I think I'm making the executive decision, Cap. I'm, we're going to bring that back on the on the road, on the shoot-arounds, post-shoot-around uh, Grizz Vision on the road, just keep everybody up on what's going on. Is that yeah, fair? I think that's a great move. And you know what? Um, you know, maybe maybe we can think about that in the future, about the food thing, uh, maybe towards the end of the year or something. We, what we probably could do is maybe take some video of the different places we go and then do one segment at the end of the year, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you're going to see Portillo's most of the time because in you know, any Chicago game, any Milwaukee game, any Indiana any, game, any, uh, IUPUI game, uh, Fort, Wayne. Fort Wayne game, you're going to see Portillo's. So you get tired of that. I never get tired of a big beef dip, but you'll get tired of seeing the pictures, of it. <laughs> no, especially I, if you can't eat one. Yeah, absolutely. But no, you know, Camp, it is one of those things too. You getting back. Uh, out on the road. I, I do love this time of year. It is my favorite. I mean, obviously, other than March, it is my favorite time of the year just because, you know, you, you play at all these places. And, and, and I always told you this, like the, the basketball team at Oakland's the main reason I went to school at, at Oakland. And, you know, because you're taking part in these games and, and how this program does all that, it's cool. It's, it's really one of the greatest parts of my job. We get to go to West Virginia and North Carolina and UCLA and Cal and Gonzaga and all that stuff. You just you, you come in the hotels, and when the season starts, there's games on all the time, and games going on everywhere, and everybody's kind of going off on their own journey. I just this is the to me outside of March, this is like the best time of, of college basketball season, just with everything going on. Yeah, and you know, there's there's a lot of reasons to play these games, but you know, as I grew up and I had kids and that, and I thought back to my days as a player and as a mid major, you know, there are only hundred football programs in the country but you know the mac is considered not considered to be cs top you know i mean they're not automatically going to be in the playoff right a mac team but they got their own tuesday night thing going on espn it's brilliant by the yeah, way yeah yeah and you know western michigan a couple of years ago was ranked in the top and yep. there, there's mac teams now and then that do that but as i went through it and, and i met with my you know with my kids and i met with my kids but as my kids grew up and we're watching a football game together and I, I'd say, well, I played in that stadium, you know. Um, and so I think that our kids, 
you know, as they grow up and they mature and become men and they have families and they're, you know, they're, sure they're going to, nobody's ever asked me what our team record was. Nobody's ever asked me, uh, you know, they asked, did you play in a bowl game? Did you play in the NCAA tournament in basketball when they find out you played or something like that? But nobody's asked me if I was all league or anything like that. But the things we talk about are the places we played. Right. And so my goal has always been with our team is to give them a chance to go through life and play in the hallowed grounds of college basketball. So we've tried to play everywhere. The only place we haven't played is Duke. And uh, that was a very sour taste early in my career when I was trying to get a game there on how, on how they went about it down there. So uh, I said I'd never go there and play. And I've kept that axe to grind my whole life, and that's probably a childish thing that says more about me than it does Duke, but I just refuse to play there. But we've played everywhere else, you know. And yeah, I told I told my kids I, I was one of the first games ever in Rupp Arena. I played in that game, you know. I think it was eight seconds, but I played. Um, yeah. You know, it was. It's, it's just I think that's the cool thing about this, and I think as our players grow up and mature and have families that uh, their their moments that they remember from college are going to be you know especially when they're watching uh west virginia on tv in 25 years and they'll say hey i played in that place and bob huggins was the coach then and yeah, i just think it's cool yeah speaking of that probably the only somebody asked me about that the other day i was i was talking with somebody and they asked about all the places that we have played and stuff like that. And I said, "Yeah, I've been pretty much everywhere except except Duke." And I told them, you know, your <laughs> right. I told them your thoughts there. And when we get to Kentucky, camp. Well, we got to do that. I, I've been there. We just haven't taken Oakland there. And and Cal, you know, Cal's a good friend. And, yeah. And uh, uh, John Robick, who is used to be the coach at Youngstown, is one of my best friends in coaching. Who's an you know assistant there, and he says we are not playing you, we're not playing you, we're not playing you. And uh, I talked to him this off season, and uh, he was he was more into you know as as you know time goes on, and they're pretty much you know embedded there that you know <laughs> right, that right. I think we'll probably end up playing there in the next couple of years. We've got to go to Texas because we've got Texas kids. We're going to have to go to Arizona, uh, Arizona State or Arizona in the next yeah. few years because, of, you know, i got Mike in, and hopefully we'll sign a young man, you know, from there. That And um, so, uh, you know, those are places that I have, you know, we've got to get to. But eventually we're going to play in Rupp Arena. All right, I like it. I like it. We'll take our final break. When we come back, uh, we'll discuss the Oklahoma State game coming up because you just heard the game against West Virginia. So that's the nature of this business. You know, that game's over. Move on to the next one, and uh, we'll discuss uh, Oklahoma State a little bit. And uh, get out of here for the night day as we're recording right now at the lobby of the Courtyard by Marriott Morgantown. Great view here, by the way. So if you're ever coming through the area, make sure you slide on through here and uh, make it one of your stops. We'll be back with more of the Greg Campy Show brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Neil Rule here for the Evans Law Group. And guys, look, I could tell you about how U.S. News and World Report recognized Cam Evans for 10 straight years as one of the top lawyers in America in the field of employment law. But what I want to tell you is this. When it was me, when it was my contracts, when it was my money that was on the table, Cam Evans was the only one that I trusted. And you can learn more about the legal services offered by the Evans Law Group at 248-468-1485 or visit them on the web 
web at evanslawgrp.com. At Henry Ford Health System, we're proud to be the official health care provider of the Detroit Lions. Because our teams have a lot in common. We're all for leaving opponents in our dust. Linebackers and cancer alike. And we're all for pushing ourselves to be the best. Because we're all for anything it takes to win. Henry Ford Health System. All for you. Official health care provider of the Detroit Lions. Learn more at henryford.com slash team docs. Oakland University Credit Union's new Visa Signature Credit Card rewards you for living life to the fullest. Enjoy VIP experiences, exclusive discounts, and more cash back. Receive 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. Plus, pay no international transaction fees. Open your Visa Signature card today. Visit OUCreditUnion.org slash Visa Signature. Federally insured by the NCUA. Want to save a lot on your energy bills? Want to have some fun? Well, with the DTE Interactive Home, you can do both. From the attic to the basement, bedroom to backyard, the Interactive Home has tips, tools, programs, and products to save money in every room of the house. It's one of the few ways you can have fun and save money at the same time. Visit DTEinteractivehome.com today. DTE. Final segment of the show here on the Greg Campy Show brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule. He is the coach, Greg Campy. Appreciate you all sticking around after the Golden Grizzlies against West Virginia on their new radio home for Golden Grizzlies basketball for the foreseeable future. A 97.1 HD3, 1270 AM, the bet as well. Also on the Odyssey app. However, you're listening to the show, uh, the podcast will be up. Uh, probably in the next day or two as well on the Golden Grizzlies iTunes and SoundCloud page. So go ahead, search that, click subscribe. Latest episode of the Greg Campy Show will go right to your phone. It's perfect for somebody like me who's uh, kind of lazy but uses that laziness as a strength. And uh, the, the episode goes right to your phone, Camp. That's all you got to do. Hey, <laughs> man, if you down and distance, man. Yeah. I heard you say it all the time. It's yeah. the down, <laughs> down and distance. I, I wish I could understand it. That's... <laughs> Uh, so, Camp, next up for the Golden Grizzlies, Oklahoma State, and, and certainly last year was probably, at least in the media, one of the more notable games that we played with the way the NBA draft lottery worked out. And the Pistons got the number one overall pick and took Kate Cunningham, and we did a lot of segments uh, talking about him uh, going back to Oklahoma State again this year, Camp, and you figure, you know, they lose Kate Cunningham, maybe they'll take a step back, but no, they hit they hit the transfer portal and got five-star McDonald's All-Americans from Kansas, and, uh, you know, the core of their team is back, so Oklahoma State's going to keep on keeping on. They're really, really, I watched their exhibition game uh, on the bus ride down, and they get it up, and, you know, when you prep for teams, normally Michigan State's going to be the, the uh, fastest team to fly the ball up to floor, floor prep. Michigan State's an interesting uh, dynamic. They fly it up the floor faster than anybody usually, but they don't score a lot. You know, they 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 have lower scoring games because it, it's just an interesting dynamic. Well, Oklahoma State, they're gonna fly it up and get rid of it. I mean, they get it from one end to the other end so fast it's scary, and they're getting rid of it too. They're not gonna bet. You know. When Cassius Winston was at Michigan State, they'd throw it out to him. He'd cut the court. He cut across the court. Look for something. Take advantage of you. You get it. They get it. They score. 
If not, he backs out and they're going to run something. Oklahoma State's going to fly it up the floor and it's going up. And it's multiple people, multiple possessions. They've spread the floor as wide as it can be spread and they've got this big kid that uh, runs to the front of the rim. He's 6'10 and he's uh African kid. I, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Garbage. He's a garbage man. Yeah. yeah, and he can dunk it and jump and uh you know, he manhandles you for the offensive class. And but the the thing that they do that's gonna be very difficult for us is they fly it up and jack it and then they fly to the offensive glass and you're talking about six eight long athletic athletes, world class athletes that are getting a running start from outside the three-point line toward the rim. So you're going to see, wherever the ball goes, you're going to see like four elbows above the rim and trying to slap at it and rebound it and dunk it and, and that. And that's going to be a problem for us. You know, the, the, we've got to stop that transition and make them run half-court offense where they can't go flying in the rebound and get the misses. That will be the key to that whole game. Um, and then offensively, they are going to come after you in their first pass defense. If you can get through the first pass, I think we'll be okay. I think what we do will be difficult for them to guard, and our matchups could be difficult for them to guard if we can get into our offense. They're going to really, really get after the first pass, again, entering into your offense and where you start your offense from. And if we can start it in scoring position, we'll have a chance to have success at at Oklahoma State. If their defense dictates us running our offense at 30 feet and we end up firing bombs, we're going to get our butt taken. Uh, yeah, well, Kemp, I mean, you guys had success doing that, controlling their transition through your offense last year. Yes. That, was a, that was a game you guys, I believe, had the lead in the second half at, at a couple uh, different points. Five or six minutes ago, I think we had a two- or three-point yeah. lead, and then they made three threes in a row. I think Cunningham made two big threes, but – um, and then they got it to 10 or 12, and it just... And they just they got out on that run. Right, but it was 95-82. Right. And, uh, you know, if the score is 95 points, it's not, it's not going to be us. Right. And so, you know, to win that game, just as if we... If, as we're talking, if we beat West Virginia, the score is going to be in the 70s. If the score is in the 90s, we, we ain't beating West Virginia. We're not getting 90 against that defense. Right. In that building, you right. know, all so, those factors right. that come into play. <laughs> so for us to win the game at Oklahoma State, we've got to, we can't run and take quick shots against them because those quick shots lead to dunks and layups. We've got to run offense. We've got to get what we call inside-out basketball. We want to shoot threes, but we want to shoot them from the inside out. In other words, balls into the paint and then kicked out. Um, so you're stepping into a three and not transition threes are going to lead to transition dunks for them. Um, we've got to make them play against our zone. And, well, I believe our zone can hurt them, but we've got to make them play against it. What what will hurt us is ball gets across half court and gets up in three seconds, and we're scrambling to our spots. And that happened because we took a bad shot, we took a quick shot, you know, we couldn't or pick six, you know, as you, as you like to turn say, it yeah. over, right? Pick sixes, and that's what they live on. Boy, they live on those. Well, that and that place gets. I mean, even last year, you know, Oklahoma was one. That of was the places really the only people, place we played that had fans. Yeah, they had about five thousand people in the building, yeah. and, and they they got into it, man. It, that, that they last, were all upstairs too. Yeah, that the last little run at the end that kind of that kind of mm-hmm. put us away in that basketball game. You know, yeah, Kate Cunningham got out there, and the crowd just just roared, and, and they're into it. 
Yeah, it's it's a great. You talk about you talk about old historic buildings. You know that uh, Hank Iba, you know Gallagher, Gallagher Iba, Iba yeah. Arena is. I mean, it's and it's cool too. And the football stadium's right there, and seeing Barry Sanders. Name. They got the Hall of Fame. You know, yeah, and you forget about all the great players they've had. Right, know? right. You know Thurman Thomas and Barry Sanders, and you know all the people that have been there you walk by their statues and it's a again going back to what we talked about last segment that's that's a memory of lifetime for those those kids yeah especially like me being a local guy to go down there and see you know the the barry sanders shrine and the Thurman yeah. thomas and yeah. go back to the barry switzer clip where he said yeah, i told my guys at oklahoma don't hurt thurman thomas because you don't want barry sanders coming <laughs> coming, in the coming game. into the game mm-hmm. so you know final uh final couple minutes of the show camp i mean certainly we'll be back at rj's pub next week live on our usual uh, tuesday night seven o'clock time slot an actual home game uh coming up as the well only, the only one in this year so <laughs> life is a mid-major right camp well you go back to talking about all those losses yeah, you know, Huggins ain't playing on the road one uh, one home game until, until, and I'm not making an excuse. I'm just having well, a little what, fun. The, well, with that's this. what the facts are. Having a little fun with it. Well, Jim Beheim's the master at that. They don't leave the state of New York till like the, after the New Year. Yeah, and he ain't stupid either, man. He <laughs> he'll, he'll, he talks about it, and knows it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is. But uh, yeah, final segment of the show. You got anything else, Camp? No, good to go. Uh, um, I'm anxious, really anxious to see how we handle all the new stuff and how the new kids play and how this team grows and develops over the years. You know, we 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 all have knee-jerk re- reactions and responses to things that happen. You do as fans, you do as a media person, I do as a basketball coach. And, you know, you talk about, well, we'll never, now with the transfer portal, we'll never see freshmen grow and develop, but we have a chance here. I mean, you know, I got to keep Trey Townsend and Micah and and Chris and and Ose and and Will Shepard and you know the and Brody Parker and those guys I got to keep them but we got all these freshmen they're really talented we've we've got a couple upperclassmen that are really good um, special special players and we have a chance to have a special team and and we also have a chance as a fan base I hope to watch these these young guys grow you didn't get to see them live last year just on on the TV and and. Now you're going to get to see him live this year, and and you know our future is unbelievable. And sure, we're going to have to keep him here, uh, and that's part of the dilemma in today's college basketball. But um, uh, right now they're they're devoted to Oakland, and they're devoted to having a great year, and and I think it's going to be fun to watch them grow and develop. Absolutely. We'll talk to you next live in Stillwater, Golden Grizzlies, Oklahoma State Cowboys on Friday night. We'll have it for you right here on your radio home for Golden Grizzlies basketball, 97.1 HD3 and 1270 AM, the bet. For the coach, Greg Campy, my name is Neil Roll. Thanks for listening, everybody. The Greg Campy Show brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Well, see you later.